today. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Cool things. <laughs> yeah, actually, but well, some well, of it's cool. Uh, yeah. I would say yeah. most of it's cool. Um, like forty percent. Forty percent is cool. Yeah, the X Men stuff is a mixed bag, but we might not even get to that. So or more good than bad, but stuff that we think is probably going to be bad. Uh, it's kind of a meaty discussion. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, let's dive into this little, this fun little after dark special of Phantom Zone. I'm Connor McGraw. I'm Arlen Haro. I'm Eric Fedorchik. I'm Hunter Davenport. <laughs> I want I wanted to go last because I was building suspense. It, it, <laughs> I always feel like it's a Mexican standoff for the last two people. It really is. And so, I feel like someone's always like, Alan. Alan. <laughs> Alan. Alan well, not here tonight. He's taking a little break. He'll be back soon. Yeah, he um, uh, visited an island of Velociraptors. So, um, yeah. Alan. Alan. Yep. Alan went. Yeah. went Alan went to his home planet, and he was poorly cropped off screen. Um, <laughs> he's been temporarily poochied. God damn it. Poochied all the way back to his home planet. I love that, I love that poochied can now be a thing. Yes. Poochied's great. And Steve Ham Steve I... is my favorite meme of 2018. Yes. Um, I love the fact that there is uh, my favorite Simpsons sketch of all time is now the most popular it will ever be. Yeah. <laughs> Um, did I describe Wally as being poochied in the last few runs of The Flash on TV? I think you did. At some point, I think. Yeah, especially in Christ and Earth X. I Wally, that term was thing. used. I'm not going to show you what, what you do, though, but go do this thing. <laughs> You're going to protect you, the parents who don't you matter. Describe it as, you describe it as a side quest we don't get to see. Yeah, yeah, pretty close. <laughs> <laughs> like, I imagine there's a whole plotline of the Nazis trying to get Cecile and Joe, and we just didn't see it. Guarantee that yeah. happened. The seal's getting superpowers, by the way. Oh, totally. Huh, what? No, no, no. That's not. That's not conjecture. That's a synopsis. <laughs> God damn it! Granted, right after she's done are... with Acrimony, uh, the new hers, Tyler Perry her, film. Hers are um. Oh. Just she can hear people's thoughts. That's it. So <laughs> it's. She's pretty much like she's the most. I'm like okay, you're underpowered at least. You're not like. They're not gonna take you into the field. Mm-hmm. I I figured she was gonna have the singular power to uh, be able to shut Joe down whenever she talks to him. <laughs> Honestly, I kind of wish you'd just be like the anti-iris, like like <laughs> like like under the anti-monitor. <laughs> God damn it! She actually comes in. Iris, take a seat, okay? This is called a relationship, and there's two of you in it, not one of you. I can hear your thoughts. You're gonna say something stupid. Sit down. <laughs> She can just 404 people whenever she talks to them. Oh my god, that was my favorite meme of that week. <laughs> Joe, I'm pregnant. 404 page not found. <laughs> Joe, Joe West playing face.jpg. <laughs> anyway, uh, do we want to just get to Krypton first so we can get that? Yeah, let's, yeah. let's, let's crack that old check. That's, That's not... Uh, okay, let's... Can we approach this objectively, or are we no. all kind of... no. <laughs> no, we're all against this. None of us. No, are... there's no possible way. Oh, it's okay. There, I saw. I don't want to call anyone out because I know. I know. What if they listen? But I saw someone. I don't know if it was in the Phantom Zone Grace group or it was in Connor's status, but someone was like, "Why are you guys always so negative about this stuff?" Uh, uh, let me tell you why. It's bad. <laughs> 
Oh, yeah. it was it was always so bitter, and I was like, first of all, I'm not bitter. I'm amused because this is hysterical. Also, it is hysterical. Yeah, yeah, and also for one, I'm the sole defender of Cloak and Dagger, so no, we're not always negative about this. Stuff. Yeah, we're not always negative about this stuff. Also, well, I'm the biggest defender of Teen Wolf. You'll ever meet. Your point is de- <laughs> your point is invalid. Teen Wolf is enjoyable on a sense that like it's like. The, the subject matter is kind of interesting. Like, Dude, okay, here's the thing: if people, let me just ask this very realistic question, because I'm, I'm a little over being painted as this weird, cynical fuck. If mm-hmm. I was that negative, do you really think I would watch four hours of the CW every fucking week? No, you would have well, told Chris was... to fuck himself first week. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you would, you would have been like, Chris, we're not doing this podcast anymore. <laughs> That's gonna be my point too. Is that out of out of anybody that whoever this person is knows on Facebook, they should know that you spend four hours every week when CW shows are on watching shows that, for all intents and purposes, shouldn't be as good as they are. No. So I think you have, a pretty, you have a pretty also, good barometer that Krypton's going to be bad. Here's the thing. People only seem to want to turn their head and acknowledge my brand of nonsense, which is – it's that's what it is. It's not – this is not serious, everybody. This is a game. It's a joke. It's all gag to me. I'm trying to have fun. But it's also serious, so take me very seriously. Yeah. I, I deserve your respect. Yes. Don't get don't get upset when I insinuate <laughs> David Cage is a creepy fuck. When, uh, when when I'm like when I'm like when I go on Facebook, I'm like, hey, this shit's great, and I think everybody should fucking listen to it or read it or watch it or do whatever. If someone goes, low and guy going, good job, <laughs> and then I'm like, Sonic is bad. Everyone's like. Well, actually, that... Sonic was a very big part of my youth. And okay, I, I, I'm gonna be real here. When people say that to me, I don't give a fuck about your childhood. <laughs> yeah, fuck your childhood. There's also that too, but like, I, I feel like people get worked up the most when I'm like, hey, I didn't like this thing. Oh, you're always so bitter. No, not really. I'm actually mm-hmm. very happy. <laughs> no, yeah. So people have selective memory. Like, <clears throat> we've talked about this off mic, but like. Rotten Tomatoes. People freak out over Rotten Tomatoes and they say, well, I never agree with Rotten Tomatoes. They're always wrong. They never like the things that the fans like. Is well, that true? Or are who you is just... the operative they in this question? Right. <laughs> or are you just selectively remembering all the times they've disagreed with you and leaving out all the times they've completely agreed with you to make your point more valid? Because yeah. you're lying to yourself. See, I don't like Rotten Tomatoes because I think it's fucking busted. But you know, that's just me. I, I uh, know, but you're not—you're not the person who—you're not the person who says Rotten Tomatoes is wrong because it disagrees with me. You have like—that's <laughs> <laughs> a different uh, topic, and a lot of people have that opinion, and they're all wrong. It doesn't disagree I, with them. So maybe maybe I'm an outlier here, but when I look at Rotten Tomatoes, I actually look at the individual reviewers and will read the reviews right. from First them. First of all, as... if you go if you're if you're that serious about like reading critical reception, go read actual reviews because sometimes yeah. they're pretty damn fun. Yeah, especially yeah. when something's getting canned. That's really fun to read because the just the not just because something's getting ripped apart, just the creative use of words that people use to rip it apart is a hoot. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's fun. Yeah. Anyway, Krypton looks like the most unnecessary thing uh, I've seen. It this show, in one breath, justifies Gotham's existence. <sighs> it's Gotham in space, so no, it doesn't. It, it's Gotham worse. <laughs> it's because sci-fi here's the thing. Gotham. No, it's yeah. worse. Here's why: because Gotham is like 
yeah, okay, like, this, like, there's nothing that Gotham isn't using that isn't, like, completely disposable and forgettable and is only used for one thing. It's just using all the stuff it has poorly. And Krypton's like, we're going to take this one tiny little thing, Planet Vegeta, <laughs> and we're going to put a show on this planet, and the plot's going to be somebody's coming to destroy the planet. I must save it. Well, we know you're not going to. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Also, the stuff with Adam Strange makes no sense whatsoever. It, it's, Adam that Strange is, is the dumbest fucking the most, choice. See, that's the most forced part of it. It's like, we want to have a conflict about someone trying to save Krypton from getting blown up, but that's too predictable because obviously it does. So they shoehorn in this time travel element, and that's also going to fail? I'm, here's the thing. It's not even the time travel that I don't like. It's that it's Adam Strange traveling back in time. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's, that's the part that's the weird wrong. part. It's weird. Again, like I, I why, it, why wouldn't? Yeah, like I brought it up in the chat. So was it Booster that's traveling back in time? Because that's a character. I, I feel like everything that's that known for time travel. Yeah. I feel like every time something should have been Booster Gold, it's just that meme of a guy getting thrown out of an office building. It is. <laughs> it is. <laughs> hey, maybe what I should be in the show. Get out. <laughs> what what they, they if you give the CW enough time, Booster Gold will show up. Really? I mean, because the, the I fucking... is Rip, is Rip Booster's son or father? I can't remember. But by this point, Booster should have been there. Uh, he makes sense, and he should have been on the show. Hon- and by honestly, now. honestly, I'm sure in a different universe, uh, the Ray was Booster Gold. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so, I can see that totally. And I well, think... uh, correct me if I'm. Correct me if I'm wrong with the uh, trailer. So they imply that something is coming to destroy Krypton. Oh, it's no, not... they full on show it. They even say yeah. something is coming to destroy Krypton and they show some kind of weird thing. Oh, it's Brainiac. So they, it's, they're, it's, completely, it's they're completely ignoring the, the storyline from the comics that hasn't really been altered that it was Kryptonians destroyed Krypton with yeah. their with their mining and, of whatever. And, and, and... Or, it, well, depending on what universe you're in, like the Injustice universe, crypt, uh, Brainiac was di- Brainiac destroyed Krypton. Right. Okay. In some versions, it is Brainiac. But here's the problem. The, the biggest problem with the show for me is this is supposed to be the MOS continuity. This is supposed to be uh, the film continuity. No. Don't do that. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. This is, this is officially branded DCEU TV? Yes. It is supposed to be. That's why Goyer is one of the... What the is the fuck? he's not the showrunner, but he created it. He created the show. It's supposed no. to be DCEU. This is this is their version of Agents of Shield for all intents and purposes. And this is what they did. If this was Gotham, where it's a completely different universe, there's less I take less offense to that. I take less offense to Gotham because it's not supposed to be tied in to the Dark Knight, right? It's it's not that continuity, especially because that shows definitely end with that shows definitely ending with Jim Gordon Jim, Jim Gordon putting on a bat suit. So right, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Batman the fact with that the this cigarette is, in his mouth. yeah, this just this just flies in the face of the beginning of Man of Steel. If that is the case, that there really is some sort of monster coming that's going to so, cause. Wait a minute! Uh-huh. Hang on! Hang on! Hang on! Okay, so let's assume it's a separate apocalypse that they somehow. <laughs> Maybe they somehow avoid that their grandpa stops. They're then undone by a second apocalypse a generation later. You fuckers deserve it. Yeah. They do. The L family yeah. deserves all of it. 
I mean, maybe stopping the stop, second apocalypse stop starts the, big, the next one? I don't stop know. Stop scary alien from, from the planet. All right, let's continue these mining excavations. Yeah, let's 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 destroy our planet. Awesome. Oh, yeah. no. It's party oh. like it's 14, however, Kryptonians date their years. No, watch. <laughs> In a, a year from... If the show is still going a year from now, it'll be... They'll change it. They'll be, and say... This is just an Elseworlds thing, or like this is yeah. just not. This is not related to the films at all. So, I I still maintain the first shot of that show is going to be Krypton exploding. Most and likely, most and, likely. And then they're going to be like, and that's how the planet ended. See, but that's and, not and the I, whole I made story. A joke. I made a joke on like it was. I think it was a DCTV Facebook page. I was like, spoilers. Everybody dies. Um, <laughs> a lot of people laughed at it. And some people get, were a little bothered by it. <laughs> say the least. What? Okay. At what point do you just accept that they're dead? I, well, I, I was like, look, and wasn't trying to be mean, but I was like, look, the show is ending one of two ways: a cancellation or the planet's blowing up. That's it. And I can tell you which one it's going to be. I can. It's not going to be the planet blowing up. First of all, let's 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 for, let's let's put our feelings aside. Let's imagine it's good, and we're you know we're fooled. However, right. look, take a look at that fucking show. And tell me it'll survive five years in that budget. It looks expensive as all hell. It does. It looks very yeah. expensive, yet still looks cheap at the same time. Yeah. Yep. yeah. It looks like money was spent everywhere. Every, I'm like, everything looks practical. Um, like, everyone's in big, ridiculous costumes. Um, looks like they're using a lot of CG. Um, you know, sci-fi has a budget, but then you go watch their movies, and you're like, yeah, clearly they like to cut corners. Well, those are movies that they buy from what the fuck. I don't remember the name of the company, but uh, they're the same people who do like um, Transmorphers. Transmorphers, yeah. Oh, yeah. Asylum. Yeah, they buy oh, their asylum. movies from yeah. Asylum at this point, and American uh, American World Ride. I don't remember. The fucking, fucking stones on you to be like, fuck it, Transmorphers. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I love it so much. Chop kick panda, or, or, or even or even more uh uh the. Ballsy is a fuck it battle Los Angeles. Yeah. My, my my favorite is Atlantic Rim. That's just. <laughs> yeah. That's... What the fuck? <laughs> Only because that could be really unfairly confused with the sequel, and that's not that's not cool. Yeah. <laughs> with a uh, some, some poor dude this summer's like, oh, the third one's out already. That's weird. Mm-hmm. So with a uh, with Krypton, something I just thought of that could have actually made the show interesting is just say it's like a limited event like just have it be like right. eight or ten episodes and that's it Dude, like yeah here's the thing and this is this is what i want from gotham i don't want a fucking gotham show that focuses on characters i already know mm-hmm. yeah me in places where i don't i would not be normally found in a batman story right but give yeah. us like hints and like the dna of things that might be. you know like no, people living it sucks to be there show me why being a cop in gotham is probably the fucking worst police job in the country mm-hmm. um well, gotham had the had the perfect perfect guideposts that they could have just used the uh the brubaker written uh, gotham pd right. or uh whatever Everything. i can't remember the exact comic series but yeah it was it was just cops in gotham i believe it was gotham yeah. central if i'm if gotham I'm central you're correct yeah yep, yep. Yeah, and it was a phenomenal series, and 
you ran into the Joker once in it, and he was only in there for maybe two issues. And I don't think Batman made an appearance once in the entire run. Yeah, because yeah, his story is like being a cop in Gotham sucks, and yeah. then there's Batman, and you're like, great. Not only am I like completely helpless in a war against crime, where not only are like the regular mob families completely overpowered, but now we have like theatrical and superhuman villains right. who I can't deal with. And on top of that, my legs are constantly being cut off underneath me as a cop by a dude in a more expensive high techy suit. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. imagine living it in blows. a world where every day, every day is either The Godfather or Seven. That's every day. <laughs> That's every day. <laughs> every day of your entire life as a cop is God, one of those two movies. Quote. God. That is your yeah. entire life. Also, there's a guy dressed as a fucking bat who's beating up people with his bare hands. Like, you go home and someone's like, so what happened today? Was there, was there a, uh, a Tommy gun shooting on the steps of City Hall? Or did a, did a head show up in a package with a little smile written on it? Like, or did a giant amorphous pile of clay turn into someone else and then trick everyone and murder the person they were going after? Right. It's just like... Yeah. And Krypton, you could do the same stuff. Like, and see, with Krypton, I've ever had like a little engagement with Krypton. Do the last 10 days on Krypton, but have yeah. me follow various people. Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's that's like, great. That is great. Yeah. Or like, Let me see, like, how, how does an entire species deal with the fact that, like, our planet's going to blow up pretty soon? Mm-hmm. And like the beginning of Man of Steel, um, I remember seeing like a picture, and it's like uh, the guy who plays Death in Supernatural. He's on a bunch of TV shows, but he's like the head of like the council on Krypton. Oh right? yeah, he like lists off a bunch of other alien races that are all from the comics, right? I think he li- mm-hmm. he lists the Owens, he lists the Thanagarians. Um, mm-hmm. I would like to see what interspace politics is like in the DC universe. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that'd be cool. I'd be what happens that. when the Thanagarians send somebody to meet with the Kryptonians? What is that like? Uh, and how do they interact this, this, with this each other? This is probably a, a, like a cool chance to do something with a planet that is... Krypton's barely ever explored on the page, is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, I... and their interactions with other races isn't explored either. Yeah. Like... Like, you don't get the sense of what their seating was in space. Were they respected? Were they liked by other races? Or were they disliked yeah. by other races? Um, and here's the thing. Like, either you go full on and be like, no, let's do a show about what it's like to live on Krypton. Let's forget about the whole world blowing up thing. Or embrace it and do, like, a, a fucking, um, uh, not quite as sad as that Steve Carell movie. But something along those lines. Um or just have me live there for a while. Uh, don't shorn yeah. in this apocalypse whole thing. Because, mm-hmm. like I said, Krypton, Alderaan, and Planet Vegeta all have one thing in common. They are props <laughs> right? for a plot to fucking bounce off of. Yeah. yeah. That is it. And the one of those that has the most like juice to it, and we talked about this on Facebook, is Alderaan. Because yeah. Alderaan is the beginning of the revolution. It's the beginning of the rebellion. So that would actually be an interesting thing to see. Um, but Vegeta would not be interesting at all. No, no <laughs> because, everything, because everything that's interesting with Saiyans happens off of planet Vegeta. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it happens everywhere else. Because they, as soon as Frieza found them, he's like, why are you all... No, get them off this rock. Put them places. They can do things. Mm-hmm. Like, Yeah, they'll just be fighting with each other, and but they'll just... use them. They're all just idiots, essentially. Yeah. 
<laughs> kind of. They're just all kind of dumb. They're idiots, but they're very strong. Hmm. And they turn into monkeys. Yeah, no, that's, that's like looking like you probably look at them the same way we look at apes. Like, like they're really they have such potential, but they're also flinging poo at each other. So mm -hmm. we have to kind of fix this. Well, that's that's my question: is do they ever establish with uh, Planet Vegeta that? When the moon does the moon rise there, or does it not affect them like it does? It's the moon one giant moon. It, <laughs> yeah, it does. they have a big moon. And, and okay. And I, I can't believe I remember this. I hate myself for remembering this. But uh, <laughs> originally, the, the reason that they even have any technology is that there was one side of the planet that weren't Saiyan, and they didn't turn into giant apes, and they had okay. technology. Wait a minute. I just yeah, had actually, a, I just had a terrible that thought. Wasn't, that wasn't even Planet Vegeta to begin with. It was a separate planet that wasn't known for anything and one race was like fuck those people let's take over mm -hmm. i just had a very very terrible thought what uh so how old is dragon ball evolution mm. oh no <laughs> oh no no it's approaching 10 years oh, no. okay all right just just remember that guys no it's no. no no it's, it's banned it's banned you're a bad it's on the horizon person. No, if three person. of us vote against it, it is banned. Three no, of us I'm not voting against, against it. it. I'm just making a statement of Hunter's bad personitude. I will sway but... this election. Uh, well, uh, <laughs> we, can, we can shift that to a movie dumpster crossover. Okay, fine. Here's the thing. When you say crossover, I'm okay with it. <laughs> I'm good with that. Because the suffering is shared more. Right. Yeah. Um... But yeah, I just don't see a whole lot of um, uh, interest in diving into Krypton. Not the nope. version in the they presented us. Not no, the... no, no, no. I mean, based entirely from what they're showing me, which is, you know, the intent of showing me this in the first place is to make me feel something. I'm like, no, thanks. Mm -hmm. Right. It's just a show about Krypton would <laughs> sound interesting. Yeah, I'm but not... I, I don't give I, quite for, I, Is Superman's grandpa really that important? Or no. are they making him important? If he I, was like I a side know. character, that would be more interesting to me. Like, what were the elves like a hundred years before? Were the elves even a notable house? Really, we—they've never really explored that before. And every version of canon that you talk about is different. The elves' importance changes throughout which interpretation of Superman that you're reading. Um, so it would be well, interesting. how the whole of Krypton changes based on which writer is handling it. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, hmm. I guess we yeah. can move on from Krypton, I guess. <clears throat> yeah, I think we've kind of established our stance on that place. What was the other, um, what was the other thing that wasn't quite so good that was coming up? Um, well, v Venom, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> well, okay, <laughs> we haven't seen anything really from Venom. What we have seen could possibly be from another movie we were discussing. <laughs> I Everything mean, we've seen from Venom is just Tom Hardy out on the town. Yeah, no, Tom it. Hardy goes to a library in a French sweater. Right. In other <laughs> yeah. words, he's, notebook, he's dressed he's like notebook. Nathan Drake. He has a notebook. And <laughs> if, you, if you use a forensic computer to analyze the notebook he's using, uh, you can kind of see in really pixelated, fuzzy words, Live Foundation. Okay. There you go. That's your, your, that's your larger connection to the Spider-Man universe, people. Wow. Mm, I'm so excited. Great. Actually, you know what? I am excited for this movie in the sense that I'm excited to come out so I can see what the fuck it is. I, I'm, 
I'm going to be there day one because I'm like, what is this freak show you've assembled? Yeah, I just need to see it. And if it's mm-hmm. good, I'll be I'll be shocked. If it's if it's bad, I won't be as shocked. <laughs> but same, I'm, same. I'm excited for it to come out just so I can join Twitter again and at Todd McFarlane and say, look what happened before Spawn did. And then quit <laughs> Twitter forever. Look what happened in the, like, first of all, didn't like, wasn't the Ben movie kind of like, it's not really happening. And then Todd McFarlane was like, hey, in a couple days, going to have a Spawn announcement. And in like, in that time frame, Sony's like, Venom's happening, got Tom Hardy, got director, next year, see you, bye. You're not wrong, they <laughs> did happen very close to each other. Like yeah. they, And I understand why, because... Spawn is just, he's just Venom with chains and a cape. It's he's the Venom. Same. <laughs> Venom, he's kind of Ghost Rider. He's like. It is, it is the same. Yeah. Todd McFarlane kind of copied his own character. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, uh, at least all this is happening before we ever see that Gambit movie. <laughs> No, that, here's the thing. I feel like the Gambit movie is going to be a punchline for a long time. Okay, the movie based off of the movie based off of Lauren Schuller Donner's Lady Boner. Um, yeah. That's the only reason it happened. Uh, it will never. Ha- it will never come out. I guarantee it. I. I just. I get the feeling that this movie will be in production woes until Disney officially takes over, and then they'll they'll finally cancel it or they'll reboot the project can- with a different you know team. They'll cancel it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because then maybe they bring it back a couple years later, but this version will never happen. I don't think. Nope. Yet. Nope. They would bring it back probably like ten years down the line from when I, they find after they get the first few X Men movies under the I, Disney banner out. My mm-hmm. one, my one regret for all of this is I will never hear Channing Tatum in that goddamn using that goddamn accent, <laughs> Creole accent, saying "Mon ami, mon ami." I mean. Ooh. I think it would have just been the accent that he used in Lucky Logan. It just wasn't the <laughs> accent. Like, it probably would have. It would have been generic southern accent. I, I don't think it would have been anything special or specific. But, I mean, I would have watched it. Whatever. I mean. First of all, like, like Taylor Kitsch. That poor guy. Um, um, yeah. Every time he has an opportunity, the universe just takes it from him. Yeah. <laughs> and it's it's never any fault of his own. No, no, he's fine. He's like, the be- he's one of the best parts of True Detective season two. Um, yes, yeah. and that should, that's unfair to him because like he is actually it's unfair to pretty much everybody in that show. It's like you're in the follow up to mm-hmm. a super critically acclaimed like really good uh, yeah. like thriller TV thriller, mm-hmm. and then like the end of it, it it just results in this big fucking fart, and you're like, how? Look what you have, like. You have Rachel McAdams, Vince Vaughn, Taylor Kitsch. Like, what did you do? Mm-hmm. Uh, they yeah. rushed it. HBO even came out and admitted, like, yeah, maybe we shouldn't have pushed it so quickly. Yeah, they made Taylor Kitsch the problem... a gay soldier with mommy issues. It was, it was the, really weird. And, like, <laughs> and one of the weirdest things about it is, like, you're watching it, you're like, you're like this isn't offensively stupid, but you're like, when's it going to get good instead of just meh? <laughs> yeah, that's that's kind mm-hmm. of how my wife and I felt watching it. Was like each episode, we're like it's gonna get better next time. It's gonna get better next time. Oh, it's over. Oh, yeah. Oh. I, I yeah, remember. It's like it's a it's a deep breath followed by just like death. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's like much. these There's characters no... are interesting, and then that's that's it. Like they never get beyond yeah. being interesting. Because um, like True Detective, True Detective season one, you're like 
Yeah, Matthew McConaughey is a little crazy. Okay, he might be a little touched. Okay, he is literally H.P. Lovecraft. What is happening? <laughs> yeah. well, Woody Harrelson. Just... Woody Harrelson's kind of a jerk. No, Woody Harrelson's yeah. a fucking asshole. But with the with the first season of it too, like each episode, they gave you all of these red herrings mm-hmm. that you're just like, oh, that's what's going on. Oh my god, what is that weird stuff? Oh, oh, there are there going to be cosmic monsters in this? Wait, what? Yes. What? And then mm-hmm. and then at some point you're like, that. No, you're gonna do it, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It goes. It like it dips its like big toe into the water of like full blown cosmic sci fi, and then takes it back out real fast. Yeah, yep. yeah. But it still leaves enough. I think it still leaves enough questions. Um, mm-hmm. Like, I think the Yellow King might have been possessed personally, but I, I yeah. don't know. Or he he might just be crazy. That's I think that's the cool thing. We're on a true detective <laughs> yeah. side tangent because that's how Stay much we don't care for, about uh... Well, last okay, thing I want to mention, here's the uh, one thing I wanted to mention about Taylor okay. Kitsch was uh was that I feel the biggest issue or the biggest tragedy for him was John Carter of Mars because that movie yeah. is great and people are assholes for not watching it. But that's all well, I gotta say. They should have called it John Carter of Mars. That that's the first yeah. problem. Yeah. They just called it John Carter. John Carter. Um, John that Carter. And, oh. and marketing should have should have actually sold it as a sci-fi adventure instead yeah. of five different films. Yeah, totally. Well, isn't there an urban legend in Hollywood that you can't put Mars in your film title because it will bomb? Uh, I think there's something be, like and that. It's, and it's because I think Mission to Mars is apparently a massive flop. It's so the a, rip-off follow-up was called Red Planet. Um and then well those are that's more of a deep impact um armageddon type of thing. well and then and then mars needs moms came along and i think destroyed that studio mm-hmm. and i yeah. think it continued with john carter because they're like no we can't call it john carter from mars it'll tank in the 21st century it's definitely a thing of like people yeah. want to do mars uh, you know the, when the last successful movie about mars is that movie with uh not p not Wee herman the one guy <laughs> Who, who? Oh, uh, Rowan Atkins Stewart. No, he's a he was a he was a comedian. Mr. Bean? No, he's not Pee Wee Herman, but he's very similar to Pee Wee Herman. I he, he did a movie on Disney Channel. I don't know if it ever came out in theaters. Alan Cummings? No, goddamn! No, I need to look this movie it. up now. But it's a I'm movie so where lost. like, oh, I know who you're talking about. He like, goes the to cover space. of it is him in like an inflated spacesuit. Yes, and like he farts. <laughs> it's like, yeah, and then he, and like there's a monkey or whatever. It's a weird Mars movie. I don't know. I don't know if it was what? actually yeah. successful Fuck. or not. I know exactly what you're talking there's about. But mo- I can't think of the actor. <laughs> I can't. But they painted it. He was like a comedian. I guess he was a thing in like the mid '90s. I don't know. He has a weird voice. He's like the he's the cop in Me, Myself, and Irene, I think, who pulls over Jim Carrey and he like drinks a bottle of piss. I might be mixing up my movies. What? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> because Jim Carrey's been like peeing into like, like bottles right now. <laughs> I feel like I'm on acid trying to remember this actor's name. He's he's like the perfect mix between French Stewart and uh, the guy who wasn't Joe Pesci in Home Alone. Right. Who is oh. this guy? If I show you a picture of this guy, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. But I have to figure out his name first. Um, Shit. Whatever. Let's move on to a different topic, and I'll figure this out. Because (laughs) let's 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 close out Venom. I'm gonna Google me myself and Irene piss cop. See what comes up. (laughs) Um, No, he does come up, but it doesn't show his name. Anyways, um, to close out on Venom, uh, the hunter says something about the fact like we don't know what this movie is. 
that's not inaccurate because they're not showing us anything. Like, when this movie comes out this year, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, it is this year. We have year. nothing. We don't have a synopsis. We don't have like we don't have a a a teaser. We don't have any like pre-production photos really. Uh, there's really no like kind of on-set photos that show much of anything. Yeah, it's uh, basically nothing, really. It's just... it, usually by this time you at least see Venom like once, right? I feel a like concept. yeah, or it's like something, or like a shadowy picture of Tom Hardy half naked. That's what I would have expected, and he has yeah. like scars, right? And like maybe his arm has symbiote on it. That's what I would expect. Like right? what? What happened when we found out that Deadpool was going to be rated PG uh, rated R? Oh, we freaked there was out. A, there was a fucking marketing blitz. Mm-hmm. Like, Ryan Reynolds dressed as Deadpool dropped a stage light on Mario Lopez, okay? Yeah. Yeah, that I, was pretty great. I don't I remember, remember what the first... I don't remember what the first photo of him in costume was. But, but it, it, was, it was it was very far out. Yeah. Um, also, uh, Harlan Williams is the name of the guy, of the guy that I am yeah. thinking of. Oh, yeah. okay. That guy. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, we have nothing. And... and I guess Tom Hardy wears that little bracelet thingamajig in every movie, so now it just looks more like Tom Hardy doing nothing. Film is called Rocket Man. It is a Disney film. Oh my god, yes. What? (laughs) Yep. What the fuck? What podcast am I on right now? (laughs) It stars Fred, it stars William Sadler. Oh my god. William Sadler. Fuck. (laughs) Yikes. Yep. Jessica Lundy uh, from The Who? Stupids. Oh, oh, yeah. The illustrious The Stupids. <laughs> yeah, that. that and Jeffrey D. Munn. Um, yeah, look, look up Rocket um, Man. But the movie. Uh, no, look up Harlan Williams' filmography in a 2010 film that was called Fudgy Wudgy Fudge Face. <laughs> it looks so weird. <laughs> 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 oh my god you know no thanks uh, uh, what the hell is wrong with the world um <laughs> okay um yeah venom it does i there's nothing to get us excited again if this was <laughs> if this was an announcement for the uncharted movie i would be excited because they would also be announcing casting on that movie other than oddly enough Peter Parker as Nathan Drake, which yeah, wait, huh? That was an announcement months ago that they announced. Oh yeah, I forgot they did. That. They, they did that. Nobody has remembered it because nothing has come out about it since. Um, wait, I'm sorry. What was this news item? Oh, um, kid who so, plays Peter Parker. He he's playing Nathan Drake in Tom a film. Holland. Yes. Holland is playing. Drake? Yep. Yeah. Because they're going movie. straight to the movie. young Drake parts of the game. It, it's a it's a prequel movie. Sure. Fuck. Be- because Fuck that's off, what I'm people sure. want. That's what yeah. we all want. Thank you. Thank you for actually preempting what I was going to say with that because why would you put any faith in Sony when we all had access to those emails? Mm-hmm. Yeah. When uh, you when you looked at what they wanted to do with this property and and saw that they were clearly out of their minds. <clears throat> yeah. No, I haven't had yeah. faith in Sony in a long time. When Sony's name comes up, I'm like, oh, this is going to be bad. This, this is going to be bad. I mean, this is the point. same studio who's pushing forward, who pushed the Emoji movie out. 
and is now working on like another movie like like Emoji. It's just yeah. as soulless and tactless. They don't know what I'm, they're doing. <laughs> just bad. Um, just drowning and trying to grab for whatever they can. Yeah, it's, uh, 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 yeah I yeah. mean. Uh, that's really all there is to say about Venom at this point. Like it's happening, yeah. which is more than mm-hmm. other things. Like 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 Spawn, Gambit, or Akira. <laughs> stop trying. Just stop. The battle so, uh, I, Angel Alita is actually happening. Uh, I remember so. seeing I remember seeing headlines on bladedisgusting.com years ago. Like as a as a, a teenager seeing like Akira movie in development. I'm like, I've never seen Akira. Mm. Mm. I it's why would you want to adapt that to live action is the biggest question I have. First of like, all, who would look at that even in the manga in the anime form and go no? I mean, <laughs> like yeah, not, nice. not I mean, would look at that and say yeah I can do that. You look at that and go no I can't do that. Like yeah, what Ameri- it, They changed the ending of Watchmen because I think the casual it's audience would be like weird. Mean he built giant alien squids. Well, yeah. even and, outside and, of that, it and would blew it, them up. And then would, with 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 Akira, it's like, what do you mean he turned into a giant pile of stomachs and tumors and metal and stuff? <laughs> well, that and with Watchmen, the original ending, they would have had to add an additional hour just to, just explain, to explain how what the fuck was happening. Well, no, beyond that, explain like, oh, why are all these writers and artists and all these people disappearing to this island? Yeah. Because that was a big part of the plot line too. That that's what uh, that's what they were originally investigating, and that's how the comedian eventually found out about what was going on. Yeah, and they all get blown up. Yep. Yeah. Um, and the same thing I feel with Akira. Because one, I don't think you could properly get through what Akira actually is in a two-hour movie. It's no. a goddamn fucking giant metaphor. It's a yes. It's a it's like con- it's a consciousness. Yeah. And yeah. it's. Like the anime does an okay job, but you're still like, huh, I, I get it. <laughs> yeah, it's you need to read the manga to really understand what that yeah. entire series. Because I was. saw the anime, I haven't read the manga, the the manga at all, and everyone tells me that the anime is very abridged. Yeah, yeah. I guess the, it cuts uh, out an entire section. Um, yeah. Basically, the end of the anime is the halfway point of the manga. It's it's Whoa. almost like the anime is bad because that is the case. One one might say. No, uh, no, uh, it's not because it's no, beautiful animation and the music is unbelievable. If one has no marriage to the source material, then one can judge that movie on its own merits, and it's fine. So, uh, whatever. Just, um, like, just, I, just like how Death Note on Netflix is a piece of trash. No, because anime is unadaptable. Let's be real here. No, yeah, that's I mean, not, true. It's not. That, it doesn't, that is, that doesn't is, work. True. It, it, actually, it's not true. And I'll tell you the few cases. And that's all three Roboni Kenshin movies. That's and, it. um, uh, fucking, what is the name of that movie that just came Blade out? Blade of the like, Immortal? Blade of the Immortal, yes. Yeah. Yes, that too. Well, um, isn't that a Takashi Miike film as well? Yes. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> there's some of them that you could do. Like, I could see if, if Gamma no okay. Toro was going to do Blood, right? Here's uh, the thing. Yeah. Th- that would work. Here's the thing. Most anime that people want to be adapted in live action shouldn't be. Yeah. True. That's like Evangelion. Like all these mainstream, like let's say fucking Dragon Ball Z, for example. Don't do that. Stop. Yeah. Why do you keep okay. trying? Well, as we discussed, Dragon Ball is only good when you take a step back and go, look how stupid this all is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is. And I, and I would argue Dragon Ball is more adaptable than Dragon Ball Z. 
Um, yes, because Dragon Ball is very grounded. It's like this is kind of a quirky mystical adventure about kung fu yeah. kids and all kinds of things. Well, it's being an a cool adaptation fighter. of Journey to the West. Yeah, right and then like Dragon Ball Z comes along and episode one, aliens show up and say one of them says he's your brother, and then Piccolo's a slug man, yes. and then Space Emperor, and and then uh, Candyman and um, regenerating Bug Man. So right. Right, yeah, yeah. That's just... mm-hmm. yeah, oh, and uh, that, yeah. let's not, not forget time-traveling cyborgs. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> because uh, the well, creator of Dragon Ball, not a fan of Terminator at all. Um, no, no, never say that. Well, guys, we're we're also forgetting that Battle Angel Alita is coming out live. Right. right. <laughs> Holy fuck, so. that movie looks so fucking... I'm sorry. Oh. Quality, quality aside, it visually looks like puke. It's, yeah. is it James Cameron has he spent too like, much time underwater. It's because it was shot on 3D. That's why. Yes. He, like he, he has the bends. She looks yeah. like a PS3 render. Yep. He, she, it's hydrogen psychosis on film. Why? It's hydrogen psychosis put onto film. <laughs> uh, here's the why, who told him like who told him the eyes were a good idea? Uh, well, let's, the aliens from the abyss. Um, <laughs> they, they, they told him it was a good idea. Here's <laughs> one thing. Like you, you gave her big old anime eyes. Okay, that's that's a little insensitive, but okay. <laughs> and it's played by a Spanish girl. You stupid fuck. Yeah. To be fair, <laughs> the character is supposed to be Spanish, is my understanding. The, the oh, story. It, she is. So yeah. Okay, really, I, I, I in the comics or at least I was the manga, she... That she was supposed to be based on Japanese person. She's just a robot, or yeah. like that. I that, mean, that that's been my problem. Finds. with a lot of this stuff is robot characters do not necessarily have a nationality you're just yeah. assuming that they do um they by default don't well here's where i found there's something i get coming out of netflix if we're going to do this rabbit hole real fast there's something coming out of netflix soon i don't i don't think it's based on anything and i can't remember the name of it but, but joel kinnaman's in it and joel kinnaman's playing a character named like yoshio takata um that is yes. based off of a book so uh, okay yeah and he is playing the it's what is it like after people die they basically come back like they could be resurrected a certain number of times oh um i know what you're talking about and, and like, like the camera like, name of it the, the, his original form is a japanese man he dies he's brought back as joel kinman i'm like you you fucking cocksuckers like <laughs> really it makes me want, want to make him like adapt something don't fucking learn it makes me want to adapt something let's say like let's say what is the whitest thing i can think of <laughs> Let's say I, t- I adapt Cheers, all right? Let's let's adapt Cheers to a movie. Okay. And then I just I just make them all Asian people. Right. Just all Japanese. All Asian. The name people. of the show is Kampai. But you change nothing about it. <laughs> change nothing. They're all they're all Asians. So they're all supposed they're Asian people playing people from Boston. Yes. <laughs> who are? If, just look up pictures of people from Boston. Ooh. Yeah, I know. I live. I've lived adjacent to it to my whole life. Uh. <laughs> and my thing is, like, it wouldn't be. I mean, no, it's bad because like the whole gods of Egypt thing also happened too. But like, um, uh. I was thinking about Prince of Persia the other day for some reason that just popped into my head, and I was like, <laughs> Jake Gyllenhaal was the Prince of Persia. Um, okay, it's Takeshi um, Kovacs. That's his name. There we go. What? Yes, Kovacs is um, that throws it off a little bit. I don't know the character's name in the. Book. Um, what is the name of the book? Uh, I believe it is Altered Carbon. That's the name of the show. It is. That's okay. It. That's it. But uh, okay. Kovacs really like. Okay, 
I'm willing to give them some leeway here. Not a lot of leeway. Kovacs only it's, gives it's, you like 50% leeway. It's like it's, it's the ghost in the shell problem where they're like, um, well, yeah, you used to be a, a Japanese woman, but then we rebuilt you in what we thought was the most beautiful form. Oh, white woman. Good job, guys. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, yeah. I'm sorry, real quick, going back to the idea of cheers with all Japanese or Asian people, I'm spe- specifically going with Japanese. I'm just imagining Norm as a salary man coming in and just, Norm, how was your day? Oh, it was very dishonorable to my boss. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Too close there, Jesse. Um, uh, Takeshi Kovacs is a former UN elite soldier, native of Harlan's world, settled by the Japanese and Eastern European people. So that's a little context for that thing. So yeah, that's the thing that I just found. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't know what we're talking about. Um, we're talking about anime adaptations because Akira is not going to be filmed. No, it's not. Yeah. Not going to happen. No, um, you know what? You know what shouldn't have been fucking filmed? Dragon Ball Evolution. No, that's too old. This is recent. Oh, the God. new Hellraiser. It's... <laughs> <laughs> we're only talking about this because I knew it would come up eventually. So, so <laughs> I I'm not that big fan of Hellraiser. I don't think it's fine. It's fine. That's a that's a forgivable yeah. thing so... because. It's really great they decided to make a Silent Hill Part 4 movie. Oh, no, that's where I take issue with this. Stop that right now. You, you my leave thing. my beloved out of this. Here's my thing. I, I, I cherish the first two Hellraiser movies. The third one is okay. The fourth one is fine. Is the fourth one that's the one in space, or is there one between? Yeah, it's the fourth one in space. Two are great. Next third one has CD face. Come on, man. Does, yes. Um, yeah. and, and it has the, the fantastic... As I am the the I am the way scene too, where Pinhead goes into church and takes his own pins out and puts them in his hands and does a Christ pose. Oh yeah, I'm like that's fucking blasphemous and bravo <laughs> on you. That's <laughs> um yikes. I love those movies. I love Pinhead as a character because Pinhead is easily the best part of any Hellraiser movie, right up until the last one. Bobby where, where they took. <laughs> I have such they delicious took, treats to show you. They took Drunk one of those exquisitely designed characters of all time. And, like, I don't know how much more they could have fucked this up. I think Doug Bradley, like, when he was in talks for Revelations, the last Hellraiser movie, he was like, can I see a script? And they were like, no. And he's like, well, fuck you then. <laughs> I'm looking at Pinhead right now. Did you know he is? he was voiced by Fred Tedeschiori? What? Yeah, he was. For, I don't know in what movie, but it said um, on his Wikipedia page, it says he is. Hmm. Interesting. So, so Doug wanna, Bradley's always been. You want to know something interesting? Uh, Pinhead is never credited in the first Hellraiser movie, it looks he like. Is, yeah, he's called Lee <laughs> Cinnabite. Oh, wow. Yep. That's interesting. Yeah. And in the book Hellbound Heart, I believe his. His role is filled by someone who's similar, but is uh, androgynous um, and kind of a bit more ambiguous in general. Huh. Well, yeah, they, uh, in the, uh, in the novelette, about them. in the novella, they don't really go into too much detail about the Cenobites, from what I remember. It's been years since I read that, so. Yeah. Xenobites. Um, I think the Xenobites are the coolest parts of those movies, though. They are. 
because they're yeah. they're there's a lot to them just by looking at them. Their design is their character. Like everything you you're looking at them and going, everything about you is a metaphor for what you were before this. Yeah. Um, and then like it's that message is just like as it gets on and on, it's like, well, he's a bartender, so he be, he has barbed he has fucking bottles sticking out of his eyeballs or something. It's like no, it's not supposed to be gags, you idiots. <laughs> like it's supposed to mean something. <laughs> <clears throat> And this this new fucking Hellraiser trailer looks like just this this looks it's, like it's a fucking Kickstarter brown. It is it is a poop brown shade when every movie before this has been like cold colors like grays blues, uh, like dark greens stuff like that. It's supposed to look uninviting and miserable, but not in that way. It looks like Saw. And saw Thank is you. colored the way it does because it's supposed to like be it's supposed to be everything's supposed to be intense, and Hellraiser's more of just like everything's fucking terrible. Nothing really needs to be emphasized. <laughs> well, that was that was my biggest takeaway when I saw the trailer for the first time was this looks like someone took everything that you think you dislike about the Saw movies and put it in one film and then oh, made a movie. Like, fucking ju- jump cut, jump cut, jump cut, loud yeah. music. Uh, what? Yeah. They also lost the idea of what centibytes are. Like, oh, there's Pinhead, his classic. Like, it's a, it's a, it's a BDSM priest. That's basically his look, and yeah. that kind of fits with all the rest of centibytes going from from their first appearance on until now, where we have guy in suit with cuts on face, uh, fat man with baby mask, and and psychomantis. <laughs> <laughs> well, the the guy with the cuts on his face, it looked like they took uh, the psychologist from hell or not hellblazer from uh from nightbreed and just decided to throw him in there too (laughs) like they just like oh well clive barker wrote cabal let's just throw some of the characters from that and then like and then they like i think one of the biggest things disappointing about it was they modulated pinhead's voice i'm like great so now you've even you've you've sucked the like you've effectively killed this character like now he means nothing because now you've shown that you'll you don't care who's in that suit you're gonna you're gonna you know force it to work gotta hold on to those rights god damn you like and then what i was yeah. getting about like fucking Hellraiser revelations like that is one of the worst recasting and redesigns i've ever seen you took a very intimidating but subtle you know subtle looking dude with doug bradley who was kind of you know he's pretty normal looking uh and you made him look downright evil and everything about his character's his performance he is divinely sadistic he's very well spoken and then you replace him with the chubby cheeked guy who constantly stares wide eyed at the camera and doesn't look scary at all well that's because they're holding a hamburger on a stick over by the camera so (laughs) (laughs) and as many people have pointed out he looks just like bobby moynihan it's not a joke he looks just like bobby moynihan it's really weird (laughs) makes me a little uncomfortable and then this new dude they got there's nothing special about his look at all and what sucks is because they suckered me in like last year by showing a production photo of him and i'm like it's filtered to hell and back but he looks okay and then i see it in motion i'm like now this sucks and on top of that it looks like the entire thing was filmed in four different rooms in the same beat-up warehouse well i think i think the mistake that they made was thinking that uh the character of pinhead was what people wanted and they didn't understand you needed the original actor who was playing pinhead for him to continue yep. to yep. be yep. worthwhile there was a a few years ago. We're actually getting longer than that now. Uh, a concept teaser was leaked online. If you haven't seen it, you should go look for it. Like immediately when we're done with this, 
I believe it was called Hellraiser Origins, and it was a quick concept trailer that slowly zoomed in on a reimagining of of the. They don't well, they call it hell, but it's like it's also got a different name. Um, Sheol this, or something you know, like of, that. Of this dimension of just fucking suffering. And I think it's basically just this long panning shot of just people on top of people on top of people on top of people up until like basically like a pyramid to where like a new design head is standing there with like his blades and shit. And he says, welcome to hell. And then it pans out again. And there's this big elaborate Leviathan looking set behind him. And that was it. Hmm. And I'm like, that's a really cool redesign of Hellraiser, and it never came to be. No, because why would they? It would cost money. Of course, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. We got to make this movie. We got to make. <laughs> so here's the thing. I, I, I have no connection to Hellraiser. This one. <laughs> this one though. But I, I feel Connor's pain, because I I am a, a huge fan of the, a film called The Howling. Uh, from oh, 1982. God. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I, I understand. Get it. I get that. I understand exactly what Connor is going through. Oh no! Yeah, because the Howling sequels are. Uh, hmm. Everybody has a horror series that they're attached to that you look at with like disdain now because you're yep. like, look at they fucking you. I look mean, at what? Yeah. Can we just this road real fast. There is another Texas Chainsaw Massacre reboot coming out. A, Why? The last movie that came out was a reboot. What? And the movie before that was a reboot. How yeah, they did times? three reboots in a row because <laughs> they don't give a fuck. How many times can they tell the same story? Like, seriously? I, I don't know. Uh, Halloween 2007. <laughs> and, and, and the last <laughs> the last one called Leatherface, I tried watching. Not, I didn't pay for it. I'm not even going to lie. I stole it. And guess what? I didn't even finish it, okay? You I, returned it? I couldn't be bothered to steal that movie. I'm just right? imagining Connor frantically going back to Pirate Bay and just going, how do I upload it back? <laughs> no, I download it? I don't want that piece of shit on my computer. I streamed that shit from somewhere. Um, I don't want that. I don't want to own that at all. The they, sad thing I... is that, Connor, I bet if somebody gave you the money, you could make a better Leatherface movie. I, I, in a heartbeat. I think any of us could. I think if the if the four of us had the money, we could make a kick ass Leatherface movie. Set it in one location, and it's like at a motel, and Leatherface is going room to room butchering here, here. people. That's this. your Leatherface movie. Watch this. How do you save Friday Thirteenth? Put it in the fucking snow. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Hell yeah. Winter setting. That's all you gotta yeah. do. That's God. the only thing different. Also, That's my cool favorite. Shit. My favorite, like, ever, like, reboot monster has been that, the reboot uh, Jason, because he's I'm, just some crazy dude who lives in the woods. what anybody says about that movie. That movie is awesome. No, that yeah, is they, they, took, they took Kane Hodder, who's like, Kane Hodder's scary. And then Ken Kerzinger from Freddy vs. Jason is scarier because he's like, I think Kane Hodder described him as a monster of a man. I'm like, that's, that is one monster telling another human being that he's also a monster. Um, and then Derek Mears isn't from Earth, I'm convinced at this point. I don't know where he's from. What, um, what is that, Rock, that that Joe Rogan quote about Brock, Brock Lesnar? It's like, I'm not worried about Brock Lesnar murdering me. I'm using, worried about him using me. No, it's, I'm not worried about Brock Lesnar, like, fucking me. I'm worried about him using me as a con to fuck something bigger. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's, how, that's how I'm imagining Kane Hodder. Um, Derek Mears 
is this monster of man who's also very physically fit and a lot quicker than Kane Hodder. So, like, him in that Fire Emblem remake, he's like a fucking decathlete. Yeah. Like, he's shooting people in the face with a bow and arrow from the shoreline being obscured by the woods. Mm-hmm. Okay? With a hockey mask on. What? <laughs> he's terrifying. He's absolutely he's ru- terrifying. He's running I'm like, that's a seven-foot man in a hockey mask running up to somebody. Like, uh, no thanks. So, so fans of Supernatural know who Jared Padalecki is. And even if you're not, you know who he is. Jared Padalecki is six feet tall. Okay? Uh, oh, my God. I didn't, I didn't know he was six feet tall. Derek <laughs> Mears <laughs> towers over him. So he's extra terrifying when Derek you know Mears that... He's a scary dude. Uh-huh. Like... He he, and I, if I remember correctly, he like he faces Jared Padalecki like he smashes his face into the concrete at one point. Um, I don't think he well, kills they a, him. They have a brawl. No, like I, yeah, I they thought, have a full on brawl. It's fucking that great. Is great because the physicality of that movie is insane because they managed to condense Friday one through four into a single experience. Mm-hmm. Um, with dozens of deaths, like that movie has has over thirteen kills, I think. Um, yeah, Jesus, and, really. Yes, um, the the, the, the the carnage in that movie is almost nonstop, and it's like, like people are being hung upside down in sleeping bags and burned to death. Um, <laughs> yeah. People being broken in half. Caitlin Snow gets stabbed. It was horrifying. It's I hated that movie. Um, <laughs> like they kill people you don't expect to die at all. No. Um, yeah. Um, it was the first Friday Thirteenth death where I was like, no. <laughs> yeah. Not, not um, the sweetest human being on earth. Um. Yeah. And then, yeah, they have a Bill Braun at the end. Um, it's good shit. Uh, where's I go? I, I love the fact that Jared Paladecki and uh, Paladecki? Paladecki? Paladecki, yeah. Paladecki. Him and uh, uh, Jensen Nichols were both in I love that too. major horror remakes back-to-back months the same <laughs> they, year. They had a, Yeah, they had a summer off, and they were like, hmm, what have should you, we do? Have you seen the My Bloody Valentine remake? Have you I, seen that? First of all, the original My Bloody Valentine is one of my favorite slasher films of all time. Have you seen it? The, the remake? remake is fucking awesome awesome it's really good i, I saw it on sci-fi like so good. in maybe freshman year no it was around nope junior year. yeah that movie and if you if you're a horror nut like there's parts that there's things about that movie that kind of a they're they're really uh playing to you because that movie is basically the cobbled together pieces of a sequel that never happened mm-hmm. and i like like we have all these ideas let's just put them here like mm-hmm. tommy being the killer was supposed to be the plot of the second movie. In the original, Axel is the killer. Huh. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I, I appreciate the hell out of that remake, and it's it's fucking fun. It's gory as shit. Um, what's his face from Halloween Three gets his jaw ripped off with a pickaxe, and it flies Jensen, into the screen. Jason Eccles does the most insane performance I've ever seen in that movie. He's really like, good. Yeah, he's amazing. Yeah, former Smallville star, also. Um... Oh my god! <laughs> he also, uh, he also. Like, one more thing about Chloe's Jensen. sex cult. Oh god! <laughs> one, more, one more thing about Jensen is that he has the same like John Bernthal thing where he just grunts a lot. He does. Yeah, he, he loves to grunt. I didn't know it was him in Under the Red Hood for a long time. Yep, oh, that's him. Oh yeah. Yeah, um, and then I was blown away because he's really good. I guess we can move to some happier news, sort of. Let's in the move same... to New Mutants. Well, I, yes. uh, we could do. I was thinking we could do the Brian Fuller thing, but that works too. What is uh, okay? What's the Brian Fuller thing? I feel like I missed this. So Brian Fuller earlier this week, and I'm excited about this. It was announced that he is going to be working with Anne Rice. What does that mean? He's leaving. 
So, well, no, so he, it was a while ago they announced he was leaving, um... American Gods. American Gods, that's right. Um, well, R.I.P. Yeah, I'm not watching American Gods anymore. I'm just not. Uh, um, just because. And also, I don't want to know what happened behind the scenes. At this point, I do think it is... I think it's It was him. budgetary. <laughs> uh, well, that's, that's always his problem, though. I think at some yeah. point it becomes, can't you do it with the budget that you've been given? Um... <laughs> at some point like yeah. like why you... don't you just work with what you have like right like uh, i've i know that there are other producers who could do a, a passable show with that budget and be fine and you can't just expect nbc money for every show you do but that said he's on he's been put on the ann rice television sort of reboot verse of the vampire chronicles i think it's called um and so it's her and he'll universe. and he'll and he'll leave after two seasons well, yeah but for two seasons <laughs> he'll leave after one presumably we are going to get the producer of hannibal his version of lestat and his version of those characters from the Anne rice world um everything about that sounds good to me um, Except he'll ne- he'll never finish it. No, he'll never finish it. But we'll get two seasons, and they'll probably be really, really fucking good. Um, well, I wonder. I wonder if they're just going to recycle the plot they originally had planned for the uh, Lestat movie. Possibly. I don't know. Like, I'm so fucking bummed that, that American Gods is going to be over because of this, though. <laughs> it's yeah. not going to be over. It'll go on for it's like gonna, five seasons. It's gonna. It's gonna be <laughs> over to me. It's over to me <laughs> too. But it, well, Cinemax made the announcement that, uh, oh, yeah, no, Neil Gaiman's going to be our uh, our showrunner. And yeah. then he quickly said, no, I'm not. Because <laughs> <laughs> Neil Gaiman's never show Like, Neil Gaiman, he doesn't have very much TV credit. Um, the only two TV credits that come to mind are his Doctor Who episodes, which are about 50-50 as far as I'm concerned. He's got one good episode, which is the episode with the TARDIS being a woman. Um that's a great episode. It's weird. I where... love that episode. Yes. Hunter, you should watch that episode. Just and in itself. Uh, also okay. the episode with the Cybermen when they when you brought back the old school Cybermen, which is it's a bad episode. Okay. Um, well, if I remember, there was also an adaptation of uh, his one book, Everywhere. I think. So. I think it was just a BBC production. It wasn't very good, but I yeah. think he was directly involved with that. Yeah, like eh, Neil Gaiman's uh, TV credits, not not great. Um, yeah. so I wouldn't be too excited about him keeping on with American Gods, but I'm, I've processed the American Gods information and I also saw it coming. <laughs> I was like, yeah. there's no way he's staying on for too long, but I'm, well, I, and was... I'm not the biggest fan of interview with a vampire, but I like that world. Yeah. Um, and I'm just curious if Anne Rice is going to try and shoehorn in her, uh, new Christianity into the series. Well, maybe I don't know because she... she's she's born again. Like, well, she her, is full her, on. Her reason for going to movies or no, going away from movies because they were going to try and do a new movie series is because she couldn't go as violent as she wanted to. Um, oh, what they couldn't they couldn't go even as violent as Interview with the Vampire is. An interview with with a vampire. I don't know if anybody's seen it recently. That's that's a. It's... That's no, it's pretty violent. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's something. <laughs> they go there. You get to see actually, Antonio Banderas' head get cut in half. Spoilers. I like that um, movie. I yeah. Like that movie. 
So I do remember a lot of arterial spray in that movie. It's been yep. a couple of years since I've <laughs> so seen it, but yeah, there's quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. I'm excited movie. about that. Um, I'm very excited about that, even though it's not my favorite thing. But vampires, Ryan Fuller, I'm in. Count me in. So I don't know if anybody has any other stronger feelings against or for it, but. I mean, I'm open to it. I honestly, I've never finished Interview the Vampire, and I have no connection to that universe. But hey, what the fuck not? Yeah, fuck it, let's do it. <laughs> okay. Um, now you sound like Sony making a Venom movie. Next on the list is the Black Widow trailer that they put out this week. Oh, never mind. I, I got that wrong. Uh, you mean oh, okay. Red Sparrow? This, you mean you mean the the, the Grand Theft? That I fucking saw this you know, moments before we recorded. Yeah. There is there is like a four, like a let's say twenty percent possibility that this trailer is just cut in a way to make it look like Black Widow. Mm-hmm. I, but, but at, at the but, same time, it's pretty flagrant. All right, so you're saying twenty? Maybe there's a twenty percent chance the way it's cut. That doesn't change the fact that a hundred percent of the content is Black Widow's backstory. Yep. No, that's what yep. I'm saying. <laughs> they changed the name. And the actress. <laughs> That's it. Uh, it uh, what are you doing? What Charlotte you doing? Rampling is playing the character from the Ultron flashbacks. Like, no, and it's, yeah. it's 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 offensive. Like, yeah. it's. I mean, it's shameful. It's so shameful. There's no even words for it. Like, mm-hmm. but you kind of have to be angry at Marvel a little bit because it's like. Well, it took him how long? It took him forever, and it's weird. It took because... him how long? It took up to how long to say we're talking about it? It took yeah. the second trailer coming out for them to even announce that, for them to announce that they were looking for a new writer. That's how long it took. All right, well, something to uh, feed the crazy conspiracy people. I, I'm wondering, like, if Fox greenlit this and pushed it so quickly because they kind of knew what was coming down the line like hey Maybe. let's get this out as a fuck you to disney before they purchase us possibly i mean maybe they buy this <laughs> and then they incorporate it into the marvel cinematic universe somehow um because and that's yeah, a could, that's a yeah. move i i don't yeah. know yeah, they could just claim it was a story of another person who was trained the same way that Black Widow was. But... Here's, here's yeah. what happens. I imagine this all taking place in, a, in an office between two gentlemen. Um, one of them looks at the other one and says, I've purchased this film. And he picks up like a red spare. It just says red spare in the DVD box. Who cares? And he says, here's what's going to happen with it. And he just drops it into a paper shredder. And it's like, there. <laughs> There's no such thing as red sparrow. Get out of my office. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Hey, what I'm just imagining like Marvel sending in like 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 a task force to like whatever studio's office this movie is like. Frank, you know, Frank Grillo just shows up at their front porch in his crossbones attire. Um, I mean, like we were saying before, why don't they sue them? Well, it's because they're buying the company, so that's why they exactly. don't sue them. Yeah. Um, yeah. Huh? yeah. It's so yeah, weird. I mean, you wouldn't sue your steak like you're about to eat right. that shit just... yeah i mean they could sue them and bring the price down maybe that <laughs> yeah yeah i don't know but um here's the thing despite the fact that it it feels like stealing i think the trailer looks good so that's that's a good sign i guess oh, 
Yeah, um, no, I, I definitely am interested in seeing the movie, but mm-hmm. the whole time it's just going to be like, this is, this is, this is Scarlet, or not Scarlet Witch, this is Black Widow. Yeah. I, that's Black Widow doing yeah. that stuff. They're, something, they're saying about Jennifer Lawrence's uh, fake Russian accent, a little off, off-putting, but yeah, whatever. Yeah, I, I agree yeah. with that. <laughs> I'm from the motherland. <laughs> it's... It's Uh-oh. not even as convincing as Scarlet doing a Russian accent. Like, it's at all. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, look, not everyone can be as good as I want my beard, okay? <laughs> I want my beard. Where's my beard? What do you mean, my beard? Oi. I don't there's anything left to say about that trailer, though. Uh, yeah. Uh, do we um, want to go over any X-Men stuff? That's Yeah, yeah. We can, so there's a lot of X-Men stuff. I'll just list off. And if maybe I forgot something, but the main stories are Tim Miller, Kitty Pride, New Mutants is moving, and then Deadpool is also moving, and they so, kind of switched places. So I I feel like I I feel like I woke up from a coma, uh, I think Thursday or Friday. So I open my phone and I see things like Dark Souls Remaster, and Tim Miller's Kitty Pride, and I feel like I've been asleep for a week. Mm-hmm. Um, when did the second of those things happen? So. That was that live. happened like Monday, I thought. Was it really? I thought it was Saturday. Maybe God. it happened. I'm... It happened recently enough for me to group it in with the other X Men news. Um, yeah, I I knew nothing about it. Mm-hmm. But it comes with like a bunch of announcements that they made. I think the biggest one that's most newsworthy is actually the New Mutant stuff because that movie was but done. Like, so yeah, here's my thing about that. I... People are like freaking about, freaking out about it. I don't yeah. think it's that big a deal. No, Here's, I, I don't think I stopped, I stopped freaking out about it because I read a piece of news that, if true, instilled me with optimism. So they tested it, and it tested well. Yeah. And they said, "Do some reshoots. Let's build on more of this horror stuff." Yeah. They wanted to make it scary. Uh, I was like, "Oh, really?" I am. <laughs> they wanted to make it scarier, which is interesting. Um, I was like, "Fox, on board." I was like, I was like, "Fox, stop flirting with me. This is embarrassing." Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm supposed to be mad at you. Saying that you want to make it scarier is funny. This. Yeah, yeah, we all we all want to be angry at Fox. <laughs> all of us. Um, and they keep doing this. When I can't. This. Yeah, um, and then they move Deadpool forward, which is fine. I guess. Cool. Um, Who cares? Like, Who cares at this point? It's gonna be. It's gonna make millions. It does like, feel like. Yeah. It does feel like. Okay, we're gonna give you the sugar, and then we're gonna give you. <laughs> then we're then gonna we're give gonna... you the new X Men movie. Which then we're looks... gonna scare the shit out of you. <laughs> which looks terrible. I'm sorry. This is gonna be Apocalypse Part Two. I was all or... on board with Simon Kinberg. I'm fuck him. <laughs> fuck this movie. Listen to me when I say. That fucking those movies are awful and they should stop making them. Mm-hmm. And like, like, yeah, the, the the buyout sucks. But the one like tiny salvation I have is that those movies are going to die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, here's 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 what I here's what I've talked about over and over again that I can't get over. It's like, like you 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 motherfuckers, like not even a breath ago it feels like just did Dark Phoenix. Mm-hmm. You didn't call it Dark Phoenix, but you fucking did Dark Phoenix. You yeah. put it in you're, all the advertising, and then you sold it. You're just gonna do it again, like <laughs> you're just gonna do it again. Fuck mm-hmm. you. That's why I'm mad at you, Fox. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm just I'm I'm still disappointed in Fox because they've just wasted so much potential with the X Men. Like they had such a good ball rolling with the mm-hmm. first two X Men films, 
And then they just decided, eh, well, and then whatever. they got it back. They got it back because first class, Days of Future's Past, Deadpool, The Wolverine, Logan, the and that's Wolverine. like. A, but That's see, a I would I would even argue that chunk of movies. I would even argue that the Wolverine and Logan are so far removed from the other X Men films because it's it's relying on a single actor. It's not right. a, a a group. It's not the unity of the students all coming together. But even then, and, like they they did get the ball back because I think First Class and Days of Future's Past, like I think, are good enough. Just those two by themselves. First class um, is great. I honestly did not like Days of Future Past. Yes, yeah, same. I've always, I've oh, always that. been on. Nah, yeah, it, I, I've I think, always been on the camp of it's a bad movie. It's yeah, I, I don't, like I it. don't think it's very good. Yeah, Future's Past works as a retcon, but I don't think, I don't think it's one of my favorite X movies. See, yeah. I think it's an actually, I think it's actually a pretty shitty retcon because it does so many things that just lead, they they deliberately avoid. Uh, answering very oh yeah no doubt uh, no doubt but it's like um, they had to erase X three <laughs> I just think it's a great little X Men story I think I I liked watching Xavier kind of go through that and I when Patrick Stewart was talking to James McAvoy on screen I'm like this is fucking magic there are, no, I'm not there, gonna say there, there are, are moments, parts of it yeah, yeah yeah there are moments that are good I think a lot of people got caught up in those moments and but the movie as a whole doesn't work. Like if you remove the scene you're talking about, the Patrick Stewart scene, and if you remove the Quicksilver scene, what in that movie stands out as interesting? Magneto dropping a football stadium in the yeah, White House. I, I didn't care about that. I, I did. Yeah. That was awesome. Because his well, for one, I don't like the redesign of his costume at all. <laughs> Fuck that redesign. No. It's really boring. Um, why does his costume look like rocks? Um, <laughs> why? Why wouldn't it? It looks like granite. I don't understand. Um, well, they had the perfect costume for him at the end of day of uh, first class. Like yeah. that was that was perfect. Also, and then they decided, nah. It it felt for me. It felt like uh, Brian Singer. He saw the end of first class, and he thought what made Magneto getting that submarine out of the water cool was the fact that he got the submarine out of the water he completely no, yeah. misunderstood that scene it, what yeah. made that scene special is that that was the culmination of magneto's arc that was yep. that was his story culminating that was him gaining control of his abilities and finally being strong enough to take on the person who killed his mother that's why that yep. scene is important and cool him just raising a stadium to raise a stadium is co- not cool it is no cooler than him raising the Golden Gate Bridge. Period. Well, let's let's be completely honest here. Like, at least for myself, um, Days of Future Past was when I kind of realized, oh, Brian Singer isn't very good with action scenes, and nope. he's not as good a director as I think a lot of people think he was. See, and I didn't actually like, thought I, Brian Singer okay. was a good actor. A director. I mentioned I mentioned the, the football thing. Usual like, suspect. Actually, it's one of my favorite visual oh. things. But like, I like Days of Future Past because. It takes Wolverine and makes him not the lead action star because he's fucking useless in that time period without his medal. So You're he's right there as part. kind of this this kind of pivot, and I find that very interesting. Um, I liked the stuff. I liked more of the stuff that was happening when there wasn't action stuff going on. Yeah, I, I can see that. I can see that, and I do like the stuff with. Him I like it as Boy. a. I like it as this sad back and forth, like of, like you know the the. the the fucking future where everybody's getting killed is horrifying. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did like this sad back and forth of like uh, an old Professor X trying to convince his younger self, like you need to stop 
carrying this fucking hurt around with you all the time and be the man I know you can be and be the man that, you know, our friend knows you can be who's with you right now. Yeah, I, I, again, I agree that stuff is good. I just think as a movie, yeah. as a whole, I don't think it works that well. And I think yeah. Jennifer Lawrence is sleepwalking through the entire yeah, movie. Yeah, she's phoning it in. Yeah, she, Like, really hard. And also, like, Peter Dinklage is in the movie. Um, and he's so underused in the movie the entire got, time. I don't, got, I don't know. Dinklage, let's just not show him, like, half the movie. Yeah, and let's have just him have, not do anything. He's just playing a businessman. That's 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 it, really. He kind of plays like he. It's his Bolivar Trask is like uh, Ted from Scrubs. He's mm-hmm. like a sad sack. Yeah, there's nothing interesting Why about him. Be happy. <laughs> I don't know. Can you imagine like he like goes to a meeting and he's like he's like here's my blueprints for the uh, the the Sentinel project. Someone's like your pen is leaking on your shirt and he's like oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, no. I, I completely agree with what Arlen said, though. Like it, it had moments of brilliance, but there just wasn't enough glue to hold the entire film together. Yeah, I like all the same. It was, I think, one of my favorite movies of that year. Um, wow. But X Men Apocalypse, I haven't even finished fucking X Men Apocalypse. I have no idea how the movie ends. Oh, um, oh, 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 really? You it, haven't oh, finished well, it? The, the Phoenix Manifest. Oh, I'm. Sh- oh, what? Yeah. Have yeah. gone to the point where Quicksilver? should 100% tell Magneto that he is his son and doesn't tell him that he's his son. And yep. there's this whole entire setup of, oh, he's going to tell him he's his son, and then Magneto's going to turn, right? He's going to turn face or whatever. Um, that's going to happen. No, he doesn't. He just... Um, it's, there's all these little things. These There are these moments in that movie. Remember, remember that when should the, show, happen. the movie introduced Nazis and then just fucking... Yeah. Like, I swear to God, those guys are Nazis. And, like, they just drop it and never talk about it yeah. ever again. Remember when yeah. Magneto destroys Auschwitz? Yeah. That thing that happens where he goes to Auschwitz and destroys it. Because that's respectful of the people who were at <laughs> Auschwitz. He's like, no, I'm really mad, though. <laughs> Remember when they introduced Psylocke and had no idea how her powers actually work? So there's Dude, like that shoot I, Olivia Munn in an yeah. attractive way. That can, yeah. can we can we fast track fucking Here's <laughs> the thing. Apocalypse I'm, willing to, I'm willing to break the ten year rule once a year. So that, <laughs> that's that's what I'll say. And that movie it needs it needs it because we need to we need I to need, tear I that need, movie apart. Yeah. I need to vent mm-hmm. <laughs> that movie. I I was wow. told that um I was told Olivia Munn passed on Deadpool to play Vanessa to be Psylocke in X-Men Apocalypse. But, but why? Oh she chose the wrong... Because this is... I'm being told... I gotta look this up. But allegedly it's because she didn't want to be a damsel in distress. Oh, I'm like, wow. That's not what Vanessa is, though. <laughs> no, I think I think you're correct. It's some I think sort they of didn't have a script. Of that. I think they didn't have a script, so she just assumed that that's what it would be. Um, jeez. <laughs> Imagine being Olivia Munn, like, in Deadpool, like, opening night, just watching that movie and just being like, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Actually, that was probably her response the first night she saw X-Men uh, Age of Apocalypse. She tries oh, to kill yeah. Morena Baccarat. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's like, damn it, you're married to Jim Gordon. 
What a weird uh, cross-pollination of stuff that is. But yeah, we started yeah, off yeah. with the Kitty Pride thing. I don't know, Tim Miller, Kitty Pride. I'm in. I, I like Deadpool enough. Yeah, why not? But... Fuck it. Let's, let's see yeah. how it goes. I yeah. mean, I'd rather see that than his Sonic movie, so... Okay, I mean, I want to see someone, the song. Someone, <laughs> someone has to offer me some details on this. What do you, you mean, know, Tim Miller? So, Tim Miller is making a live action song that I tried to No, I'm done. Yeah. I quit. Yeah. Because it's Tim Miller, and it's like what happens with any director who gets big or who has like a hit? They get offered a bunch of stuff, and some of it they say yes to, even though it will never happen. Um, well, he's just producing it, though. That's the thing. He's not directing yes. it. Yes, you get your name you see... slatted onto a lot of things, um, especially when you make a movie like Deadpool. Did you see that thing? Oh, this is kind of off topic, but uh, did you see that thing about the Detective Pichu movie? How uh, Ryan Reynolds is going to be playing Pichu, Pikachu? What? Yeah. What? Yeah, yeah I, still yeah, want I remember DeVito. that being a thing. Um, what? And I was reading, I was reading something today, and other people like who are considered was like Mark Wahlberg in The Rock. <laughs> oh God! Here's the thing. I love this movie I, already. I want to see the Mark Wahlberg version. <laughs> oh hi hey guys, Pika Pika! Oh, oh my God, right. Pika Ash, don't do that, Pokemon! I'll be up, shove it up your ass, okay? Articuno. I want him to go full Boston. What you got? What you got? <laughs> Magic Pokemon, oh, What's up? <laughs> If you get me angry, I'm going to punch you so hard your eyeball will come out. (laughs) (laughs) Well, wasn't it an Asian man that he actually did that to? Yes, yes. Oh, oh, God. Before he was a rapper, when he was just a drug dealer, he punched a Vietnamese man until his eyeball came out. Um, That's amazing. Yeah. (laughs) It's bad bad for that dude, but that's hilarious. That's fucking hardcore. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And this is the same man who says he could have stopped 9-11. So. <laughs> I would have been on that plane. I would have fought those planes, bro. <laughs> I could have fought the I, planes. Let's, let's, let's. The Mark Wahlberg impression, like, peaks when you do his character from The Happening. Because it, it, is, it is, like, it is. Oh, man. It's the one time where, like, Family Guy's portrayal of someone is so 100% painfully accurate. Because, like, Mark Wahlberg spends 100% of the happening looking just constantly perplexed and alarmed and confused and doesn't react to anything the right way. My, my favorite thing he's about being, that movie. He's not being shot in the background. He's like, give me a second. Everyone's like, no, we got to go right now. He's like, let me think for a minute. God, leave me alone. Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> my favorite thing is he's supposed to be an academic and just a normal, generic white guy. <laughs> He's not no. supposed to be a Boston guy. He's not supposed to be like a down and dirty guy, which is, let's be honest, what he's the best at playing because he's just really good at it. He, he constantly, the, the happening, he has one facial expression. He looks like someone who showed up to like a surprise birthday party and suddenly realized he forgot the gift of honor's present. Like, he just looks like I'm, he looks like I'm fucked the whole time. I love, remember that, what was that line about the hot dogs in the happening? Oh, I can't fucking remember. So, was it like it was like we got plenty of hot dogs or something? Like that? <laughs> <laughs> You're lying to me. You're trying to kill me. No. No, Look, we're not. just eating hot dogs. Trees no, don't need hot dogs. Do I mean, I'm not trying to kill you. It's okay. We don't have to worry. The ferns don't eat hot dogs. Will we go, cat? 
But maybe they uh, do. Maybe I we should give the front and the so highly nowadays. Well, I mean, he had he made up for it, I guess. So he you was also. That, remember when he, he, he they put his name in that movie Devil? Mm. <laughs> People laughed dude, so dude, hard. You better kill her elephant. Well, it's it's also we discussed this in a prior episode, but I mean he was he was given an enormous ego very quickly by a lot of reputable sources and right. kind of given carte blanche, and nobody was telling him no. I think well, so when, he's just like, yeah, I'll do this. When Time Magazine calls you the next Steven Spielberg, exactly, it's uh, going insane here's, is inevitable. Here's, here's what happens when you start slapping someone's name on some stuff by over-acknowledging their talents. Now, the person I'm going to bring up, I admire a lot. Well, okay, I admire his body of work. Mm. It's Quentin Tarantino. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because having just watched Sukiyaki Western Django, movie dumpster, <laughs> and Ooh. seeing him in this fucking movie, because he's getting by on being Quentin Tarantino, uh, you get disaster sequences like Quentin Tarantino uh, doing Yellow Voice. Mm-hmm. For about five minutes, where he's a going dude. the sound of the what the hell, the what the hell. That, that, that's exactly what he's doing. I don't, no. I don't, I don't understand. Like Quentin Tarantino is one of those guys where, like, I respect that. I love his movies. I really do. But then he just like sometimes he opens his mouth and like just shut the fuck up. Like <laughs> fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> I remember. I'm trying to remember which movie it was after. I think it was his third or fourth big release. And he had dropped the N-word a few times, like, in Pulp public. Fiction? It, maybe it was after Pulp Fiction, actually. Like, during interviews, like, he had dropped the N-word a few times. And, like, maybe there were a lot Jackie of people. Maybe after Jackie Brown, possibly? I, no, I, I don't think it was after Jackie Brown. I think it was, I think it might have been after Pulp Fiction. But just, there were definitely a few interviews I saw with him. And he was dropping the N-word rather liberally. And a lot of people were kind of like, hey, Quentin, maybe you should shut the fuck up. Hey, Quentin, <laughs> maybe you should, like, shut your fucking mouth. But, you know, someone comes out, you're like, that man is a filmmaking genius, right? And is, he's arguably very intelligent, um, at least seems so. But then, like, he comes out and does something, and like, the whole world just kind of has no other choice but to just like corpse and go along with it, because you're like, yeah. you're, at this point, you're Quentin Tarantino. What's someone gonna say to you that can make you change what you do? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, this is a man who puts the fact that he has a foot fetish into every movie he makes. So, yeah, pretty uh, much. Uh, this is the same man who insisted that he'd be the one to struggle Diane Kruger and Glorious Bastards. Right. Because yeah. he wants it convinced by Christoph Waltz's performance. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And I, I remember one of his directions was, just pretend that it's like I was actually choking you to death. Um, which is a great bit of direction. Just, it's just great. <laughs> One of my favorite yeah. bits about directing came from Sam Jackson talking about... Oh, and actually it's funny because it's in reference to Tarantino. They said, what's working with Tarantino like versus working with George Lucas? And he says, with, with Tarantino, he'll tell you, he's like, all right, you're going to walk in here like this guy from this movie and then talk to him like this guy from this movie and do that like this from this movie and blah, blah, blah. And he's, I'm like, got it. He says, and you go to George Lucas and he's like, all right. Puts me a big green screen and goes, all right, there's a big scary monster behind you. It's it's, it's real scary. Really, George, it's real scary because I can't see it. How scary is it? I don't know. It's the scariest monster of all time, okay? It's The scary monster is the white slavers that I sold Star Wars to, okay? <laughs> <Disney>. oh. And <laughs> Steven Spielberg is like, sweat so much that your cigarette is sweating. 
<laughs> that's a, that's actually you know what that's great <laughs> oh my god uh, hold on to your butts holy shit uh, hold on to your butts do you think okay do you think like during Jurassic Park like Steven Spielberg and Sam Jackson were just like just took a step back and be like, wow, the idea of this movie is kind of crazy, kind of dumb. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Sam Jackson says the line, hold on to your butts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like, it's in between him doing a hacker sequence where Wayne Knight's fucking <laughs> head shows up and says, ah, 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 you didn't say the magic word. True. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What the fuck? Like, I love that movie. Don't get me wrong, but what the fuck? And a young girl, she hacks the entire place because that's yeah. that's a thing. She's um, a hack. Yeah, I forgot all about that. What the fuck? Is that more embarrassing or less embarrassing than uh, being a velociraptor with gymnastics? I feel like that's less, but only like only like it was a during small a more amount. innocent time. It's it's more of a knock against like human error because like you design your entire mainframe to be able to be cracked by a 13 year old well, poo yeah. on you Jurassic just watch Sony Park, do this never mind Jurassic Park 2 I mean I might be reading into this more than I should but part of the reason why Ian's daughter is black is because Steven Spielberg in real life has adopted I believe at least two black kids um, I thought that was uh, George Lucas uh, it might be George Lucas George, also. George but... Lucas is like, he's like, she's gotta be, she's gotta be African American. But like, he made uh, the color purple because of his kids. Um, okay. Wait, really? Yeah, par- partially. Okay. And um, that's commendable. I yeah, get it. And it's part of why he did Amadeus, or not Amadeus, Amistad. That's <laughs> easy. I, no, you can all see why I can use those two. Uh, <laughs> Um, Dude, I, I watched just... Amadeus in high school and fucking hated it. And I feel like if I went back and rewatched it, I would probably love it. It's, it's actually a really great movie. I just had a really bad vision of all of the slaves on Amistad with large powdered wigs while they're. I'm actually. The I, I'll do you one better. I'm um. I'm imagining all the slaves <laughs> on the Amistad singing Amadeus by Falco. No, 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 no. Oh, this I thought the episode where I pitched Schindler's List 2 with Batman on, was going to press on the trial. Well, but by this mentioning is it, the one. by mentioning it, you're bringing it into this, so you're compounding it. Um, That's right. That's right. <laughs> also, officially the longest After Dark we've ever done. So congratulations. <laughs> is there anything else you want to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. This is great. We're terrible people. We really are. Yeah. Oh man, I don't care. We're monsters made flesh. Oh, man. I'm gonna enjoy listening back to that in a few weeks. Just like I did uh <laughs> enjoy listening to me saying my butthole is burning. God damn it. That was wonderful. You're like you're your knee jerk, like indignation with me, <laughs> instant. Thing. <laughs> I was just immediately. I was just mad. I was just like, why? No Bro, hesitation. Just yeah. straight to anger. 
and you're like, okay, all right, you know what? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, a joke is too far when I'm the one who's like, all right, guys, maybe we should uh, take a step back. Um, I mean, on that on that horrible joke that I'm sure I hope one brings up um, any more important times of my life. Uh, I think we can wrap. Yeah. I think so too. Um, hi, I'm Connor McGraw. This has been a very loopy episode of Phantoms and After Dark. Uh, movie Dumpster is probably out, but oh no, wait, never mind. I'm not talking about from the future like I was in the last episode. Nope. Movie Dumpster's coming out soon. Yay! Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so you, you you don't follow me on Twitter. I was I was fuck Twitter. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram, Stroke Out Millionaire. Uh, you can find my Snapchat somehow. I'm I'm issuing a, I'm issuing a challenge. You can find my Snapchat. God. I will let you. I will add you. What a what a prize. Yeah. There you go. Um. And that's on. it. At Aaharo, most of the places, um, but I don't really check Twitter, so there's no point. Um, uh, SpaceColombo.timeloader.com, that's the place where I'm probably the most active. Um, join the group, uh, subscribe to the YouTube, Phantom Zone, under U- Phantom Zone podcast on YouTube, should be easy to find. Um, yes, yeah, so tell your friends about the show, phantomzone.wordpress.com. So. Uh, like normal, you can find me on Eric underscore Fedor uh, on Instagram, pictures of dogs and things like that. And uh, I'd also like to tell you about the sound-operated <laughs> no, no. nucleic interference cloud. No. And the that you can get rid of by buying patented <laughs> Alex Jones, Jones vests. The knowledge ulcerating command kill line entry system, otherwise known as Sonic and Knuckles. <laughs> Beware oh, of these. No. <laughs> 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 this is a great episode. Buy our lead lace steaks. That's right. Packages laced in lead to protect from nuclear radiation. Alex there Jones. Are gay frogs and blue hedgehogs that are coming I for you. Have lost the <laughs> this episode is longer than our Romero uh, special. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I hope you're all proud of yourself. I'm remembering a dead man. <laughs> <laughs> now we're just commemorating. We're drunk. God. Oh goodness. Bye, everybody. All right. See you later, guys. Bye. 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 Bye.